poetry reading framed the On Being gathering this year. And we are so happy now to share these slices of beauty, elation, and contemplation with you. Here's how David White sent us out into the world with a poetic benediction. I'm really not sure I have anything to add to uh, the richness that's been almost a vendetta of meaning over the last... (laughs) ..in which we've been beaten into surrender. But it really is uh, about a a surrender, and it's a surrender to to the doorway that uh, each of us has to walk through. Uh, taking the path of vulnerability into our future life. And uh, there's a great uh, moment in a Seamus Heaney poem, series of poems called Station Island, where he goes off and has this great spiritual experience in this uh, very well-known pilgrimage site called Station Island in Loch Derg in Ireland. And, And at the end of it, he's feeling very, very spiritual and very, very exalted. He's been fasting for three days. And uh, almost beyond his, his artistry and his writing. And, uh, but uh, as he's coming off the island, he meets uh, the shade, the ghost of James Joyce. And James Joyce looks at him, and James Joyce has a, an ash stick in his hand, and he strikes this litter bin with it, and it makes a loud clanging noise. And he, he says, your obligation is not discharged by any common right. Your obligation is not discharged by any common right. Let others wear the sackcloth and ashes. Let go, let fly, forget. Let go, let fly, forget. You've listened long enough. Now strike your note. You've listened long enough. Now strike your note. And the invitation is back to your own doorway of vulnerability, which you must walk through. We tend to think of vulnerability as a kind of uh, weakness, something to be walked around. But it's interesting to look at the origin of the word from the Latin word vulneras, meaning wound. It's really the place where you're open to the world whether you want to be or not. You're just made that way. You were just grown that way. You feel that way. You feel the pain of others that way, and you feel your own pain that way. And it's actually interesting to think about it, you know, not as a, as a weakness, but as a faculty for understanding what's about to happen and where you need to go. The ability to follow the path of vulnerability. And yet as human beings, we're constantly hoping that we can find a pathway we can follow right to the end, you know, which will never disappear, where we won't have our hearts broken. Yeah? And uh, we first of all try that in romance. Every time you have a new relationship, you say, at last, the person who will not break my heart. (laughs) No. (laughs) You've chosen them out for that exact core competency. (laughs) Why? Because you care about them. Anything you care about will break your heart. It will move out of your line of control and understanding at times. And then we go into our work and and we hope in work with the armored professionality of of a vocation that we'll be held held, uh, uh, immune 
from the heartbreaks of life. But if you're sincere about your work, you should not know how to proceed at times. That tells you you're sincere. You should not know how to get from here to there. And that puts you into a proper relationship with the world. Why? Because you have to ask for help. You have to make the invitation to the people who will help you create the conversation which will help you follow that path of vulnerability into the world and gift, give your gift to others along the way. And then we have parenting, you know. And you, you, the first thought is to bring a child into the world, to bring joy into the world, and to bring joy to you. But you're also bringing your own particular intimate form of heartbreak into your life. Yeah? And there's never been a mother or father since the beginning of time who hasn't had their heart broken by their child. You know? And they don't, they don't even need to do anything spectacular. <laughs> but usually they do do something spectacular. <laughs> But all they really need to do is move away from you, yeah? Grow out of the child you first knew, grow out of infancy, grow out of their adolescence, and then leave the door, yeah? And, uh, and then they live with you as spies and saboteurs for years, yeah? <laughs> Watching your every psychological move, you know? <laughs> Until one day when you have your back turned to them in the kitchen, yeah? One day when you're making something for them, yeah? the emotional stiletto goes in, <laughs> in exactly the right place, and you say, how did you know exactly where to place it? And they, and they say, I've been watching you. For <laughs> you can't have a child without being humiliated. They will see your flaws. They will see where you are not held together properly. Any real conversation moves along an axis of vulnerability. Without vulnerability, there's no conversation. So what would it be like actually to cultivate a robust vulnerability? To stop trying to follow a road where I won't have my heart broken. The only way you can not have your heart broken is not to care. So this is a piece about uh, the supposed end point, which we're supposedly at uh, here at the end of our weekend together, uh, where we've been uh, uh, privileged to hear such uh, lyricism, such articulate representation of so many different voices, marginalized voices and uh, voices long gone and voices that are intimated we might hear in the future. And it's a piece I wrote uh, uh, called Santiago. Um, inspired by the, uh, the Camino de Santiago in northern Spain, which is one of our great ecumenical pilgrimages in the world today. It used to be just a Catholic pilgrimage, and now there are people of all persuasions and no persuasions at all walking that road. Yeah. And uh, in Spanish, there are three beautiful lines by Antonio Machado, where he talks about the Camino. And uh, he says, uh, Caminante no hay camino, si así camino al andar, Al andar, si hacia el camino. Pathmaker, there is no path. You make the path by walking. By walking, you make the path. Caminantina, yeah. if you want a free glass of red wine in Madrid, you shout this out in broken Spanish. And the whole bar finishes it with you, and then you get a free glass of vino tinto. 
Caminante no hay camino, si así camino al andar. Al andar, si así al camino. Pathmaker, there is no path. You make the path by walking. By walking, you make the path. Yeah. So this is, the, uh, this is the approach to the supposed endpoint, which of course, to the sincere pilgrim, begins to change and transmute and, and transfigure the closer your approach. Santiago. <clears throat> the road seen, then not seen. The road seen, then not seen. The hillside hiding, then revealing the way you should take. The road seen, then not seen, then not seen. The hillside hiding, then revealing the way you should take. The road dropping away from you, dropping away from you, as if leaving you to walk on thin air, then catching you, catching you, holding you up when you thought you would fall. And the way forward, the way forward, always in the end, the way that you came, the way forward, always in the end, the way that you came, the way that you followed, the way that carried you into your future, that brought you to this place. No matter that it sometimes had to take your promise from you, no matter that it always had to break your heart along the way. The sense of having walked from far inside yourself out into the revelation. To have risked yourself for something that seemed to stand both inside you and far beyond you. And that called you back in the end to the only road you could follow, walking as you did in your rags of love. Walking as you did. In your, when I wrote that line, I said, we'll all end up in that costume one day. Huh? <laughs> Walking as you did in your rags of love and speaking in the voice that by night became a prayer for safe arrival. So that one day, so that one day, you realized that what you wanted had actually already happened. One day you realized what you wanted had actually already happened and long ago and in the dwelling place in which you lived before you began. And that every step along the way, every step along the way, you had carried the heart and the mind and the promise that first set you off and then drew you on. And that, and that, you were more marvelous. You were more marvelous in your simple wish to find a way. You were more marvelous in that simple wish to find a way than the gilded roofs of any destination you could reach. You were more marvelous in that simple wish to find a way than the gilded roofs of any destination you could reach. As if all along you'd thought the end point might be a city with golden domes and cheering crowds and turning the corner at what you thought was the end of the road. You found just a simple reflection and a clear revelation beneath the face looking back, and beneath it, another invitation. All in one glimpse. Like a person or a place you had sought forever. Like a bold field of freedom that beckoned you beyond. Like another life, like another life. And the road, the road still stretching on. <laughs>